This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Speaking of Mac Jones, Shime, do you laugh out loud? Do you at least turn your head and think momentarily? Or do you just completely dismiss all of this Mac Jones Dark Horse MVP talk? Because there's been more of it this week. Now, now we find out he's the number six jersey seller in the NFL. So obviously he's popular with Pats Nation and beyond. We've seen his MVP odds go from 40 to one on FanDuel all the way to 60 to one on DraftKings. And there's just that little bit of buzz. Every time we get hit with a story like yesterday, Mac Jones, he's throwing in California with Trey Nixon and Nelson Aguilar. He doesn't have to be, but he's running his own camps. He's developing chemistry. He's putting in the time and the work. The body is good. The arm is stronger. And obviously, like you said, he's the X factor on the team. Would you give him even the like a... a, a the slightest chance of being considered. Let's say it's halfway through the season. Does he make that like, hello, it's football or good morning. We're talking sports like top five or top 10 list of MVP candidates. Let's say mid November. Is he on your potential list of MVP candidates? No, it's, it's a dumb, it's, it's to me, it's, it's a dumb question. Like I just don't, I, the team's not going to be good enough. You have to be come mid November. You have to be like a one loss undefeated team in, in, in a lot of scenarios. Right. Um, and so I just, I think there's too many other great players that it's just, it, it would require far too big of a leap. That would be too big to ask of any player in NFL history um, to, for him to go from where he was last year to being an MVP candidate. And, and it's unfair that anyone would even put that on him. Regardless of that. And that's me saying that a guy who isn't a Mac Jones believer believes it's unfair for people to be putting that kind of dark horse, quote unquote, pressure on a guy who is going into his second year with a new offensive coordinator who's never called offensive plays before. Like, it's, yeah, I look at it like that. Like, right. It would be one thing if he had won the rookie of the year last year mm-hmm. and he had like that already sets the bar at a certain level. He didn't do that. Right. Was he, he he got into the Pro Bowl as an alternate. That's great. You can mm-hmm. you can ask him to be a Pro Bowl quarterback again. I think that's a fair. But ask. the gritty, <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I but like asking, here. like trying to trying to suggest that this kid should or could be anywhere in the MVP race is ludicrous. It is absurd. It is asinine. There is just the NFL is jam packed with especially quarterback talent right now. And mm-hmm. unfortunately, Mac and Jones it's such a is quarterbacks just, trophy too. I know it, it really is, and, and it's just. Mac Jones is not going to be as accomplished in this season, even if he has a great season. He's not going to be as accomplished as a guy like Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady or Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen. It's just the the way the Patriots play offense won't allow for him to do that, especially, like I said, in his second year with a new offensive coordinator who, by the way, hasn't called plays before. So I think, I think in year three, I, I think if this was year three, I would get the buzz 
I understand it because that's the year you expect your quarterback to explode and really make the jump. The I buzz just, has I, arrived I, a little early for shine time. Okay. Okay. Little, I will allow very, that because a year early. Because right now, if I just sort of shut my eyes and I click my heels together and I say, there's no place like Foxborough, there's no place like Foxborough, <laughs> and it's the football season, but I can still return to my delightful summer on Cape Cod already in progress. I like Russell Wilson, Justin Herbert, Patrick Mahomes, uh, Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, Dak Prescott, Dakota Prescott. Uh, Kyler Murray. He stinks by week 10 anyways. (laughs) Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady. Like there's, there's like eight, nine, 10 easy. And none of them are hyperbolic reaches. Like, no, they're not in any way, shape or form absurd. That's why I'm saying like maybe Mac, if he bought, but Jalen hurts, if he plays really well, considering the roster, which is now according to ESPN number seven and all those rushing yards and getting him AJ Brown, ESPN says they have the seventh best roster in the NFL now. Maybe Jalen Hurts enters the chat at least as a potential top 10 on that good morning football list let come me November question for of you. MVP candidates. Yeah. So you would like if Mac Jones this year threw for 3,900, 4,000 yards, mm-hmm. 35 touchdowns, and 15 interceptions. Oh my God. You'd, awesome. You'd, oh. you'd be, you'd be, oh. you'd be, oh, you'd, you'd, oh, yes, exactly. you oh. would, you would need new pants. But that wouldn't be good enough to get him to an MVP. No, like and no, and, that, and they'll probably and that's, be that's just the nine absurdity. and eight or ten and seven. Yeah, again, exactly. And that's just the absurdity of the MVP race. That's not. That's not. It's not. What about Derek Carr? Him. Derek Carr could very well. Derek Carr is your guy. You've said you'd yeah. ride him all night, all the he, time, all the time. He like Derek Carr. Now that he's got one of the four best receivers, three best receivers in football, the by best his disposal, receiver, in my opinion. Okay, he, he might legitimately have a top five running back, the best receiver, and the best tight end. And now he's got a phenomenal former offensive coordinator turned head coach with a uh, with his little uh, Wunderkin former Patriot offensive assistant Colin plays. Oh, and there's he a has chance Derek best- Carr might throw for and hot the best slot receiver in the yeah, NFL. They have Derek so- Carr might be the best value at MVP this season. I, so credit to to Danny Heifetz at the Ringer. Uh, he because I heard him mention this. How the hell do you stop the Raiders on third down? They have Devontae Adams, Darren Waller, and Hunter Renfro, oh, all God. three of which are some of the and best. And Josh op- Jacobs. Don't sleep on Like, yeah, when that kid's healthy, he's some an of the animal. best third down options in all of football on one team. <laughs> it's, it's like, and so, and so, like I said, so it's not even that I, it's not because I dis, it's not my, my distaste for Mac Jones that is the reason behind why I don't think he's an MVP candidate. It's just that. Even if he takes a great leap, like I said, even if he throws for 35 tutties and 10 interceptions and 4,000 yards, it's just not enough. No, it's just not going to be enough. And now now you've convinced me that spending my money on Mac Jones as MVP, even if I could get it at 61 on DK, would be a waste. The real value pick could be Derek Carr. All right, last one. And no, Braxton Berrios, you are not getting any time on the six rings pod for saying that getting cut from the Patriots was the best thing that ever happened to him because yeah, he got a free year of tutelage and schooling from Bill Belichick and Tom Brady in 2018 before Belichick made the terrible decision to let him go and keep Gunnar Olszewski. I know you got an all pro season out of Gunnar, but now Berrios is the shifty slot guy that the Patriots absolutely wish that they had and his Twitch and uh, sex appeal is on display with the New York Jetropolitans on an offense that I think at times will be a handful for a few teams this year in 2022. Yeah, know how I feel about their draft. Last one, Shime. NFL.com. It's a website. They talk football. 
they recently just released a list of one player from each team who could potentially be a first-time Pro Bowler this season. Who do you think they selected for the New England Patriots? Damian Harris? Oh, I'm sorry. I did not inform you that an incorrect answer was execution. You are now. Uh, that's it. We I went, will take death by guillotine. Thank we you. were going squid game. Got to figure that's a quick one. You don't even feel it. Even that's know. what I'm saying. Like that's if I want, you if I'm going to go. can't think about it. You literally yep. can't think about it. It's like, oh, that looks like a big knife. <laughs> Done. Game Done. over. Clean, simple, easy. Yep. Uh, nope. The answer is flip the other, other side of the ball. Oh, uh, Malcolm Butler. All right, you really, he's already. I'm, think, I'm just taking shots in the dark here. People okay, want to, oh, is, Kyle okay. Duggar. All right. I even gave you, wow, three strikes, you're out. Third time, far Third from the charm. Christian Barmore. Oh, that, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. I think a lot of people expect Barmore, and uh, there'll be a little nugget about him in the Sunday 7, published Sunday morning at weei.com. I think, you know how Andy Hart feels about him. A lot of football hardos and people that love them, some defense and D line, believe that Barmore is key to any sort of growth potential uh, to stop other teams from scoring or just growth potential on the Patriots this season. Uh, Yeah, man, Barmore, he seems like it's a perfect pick to me because I think uh, if we are, did a too soon redraft of 2021, Mac Jones would definitely go higher in the draft. Yep. Christian Barmore would jump all the way up from 38 where the Patriots traded up to get him when he was still hanging around in the second round. I think he would end up being a top 12 pick. In the 2000, yeah, yeah, he's definitely 15, a first rounder, and I mean, first rounder for sure. We even said it on draft night. I remember being on with uh Andy and Brian Barrett talking about the pick, and I was like, That's a great pick by the Patriots. It's a guy who, at, uh, by all accounts, had a first round grade across the board, but everybody was just like, There were questions with his attitude and like love of football. And did he blah, take blah, plays blah. off? Could he stay yeah. healthy? He only played 50% of the snaps his senior season, really, but came everybody. On. Everybody the knew half. the kid was talented and, and you're seeing it now. Like the kid in his rookie year showed that he can make an impact. And so I, I think that absolutely, like if you redrafted that draft, he would absolutely be a first round pick. Yeah. Uh, the writer, Nick shook, Nick shook for NFL.com said Barmore finished with a quarterback pressure rate of 9.3% to go along with 37 stops per next gen stats. He's only going to improve with time and bill Belichick's defense. And although I could easily choose Devontae Parker, who was my X factor, Shook believes he could be a first-time Pro Bowler if he stays healthy with the Patriots. I'm digging a little deeper for a player I'm excited about entering 2022. Interesting pick right there. Uh, I don't hate your Kyle Duggar pick. I think maybe that's who Andy Hart would say, although he may also go bar more. Uh, nothing wrong with that at all. If Damian Harris is a pro bowler this season, then the Patriots offense and their running game turned it up to 11. And that means they bowled some bitches over this season and their offense scored a lot of points. And maybe they're getting to that 10, 11 win plateau, which would be a beautiful thing. All right. That'll do for this edition of six rings and football things. Two segments, two guys, one awesome pod and one wish for you to have an amazing, healthy, happy 4th of July weekend. We will be back with a brand new episode next Wednesday, July 6th, 2022. Until then, take care of yourselves. Be careful with the explosives. Drink up. God bless. Eat well. This is the greatest country in the world. We have you, the greatest listeners of all time. Give us a follow at Shime Time, at Fitzy GFY, and at Six Rings Pod. We'll talk to you soon. Tell your friends about the pod. And hooray, America. See you, everybody. Bye. Bye.